If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're not listening. You got 12 minutes left. That's all around. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat stores for a guy named Volta. With no talent. You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, if you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael, it's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes, you're behind. You understand? It's gotta start here. Yes, 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 one, two, one, two. This is your man, Vinny Paz. You're tuned in to Knock Him Out the Box, episode 55, the Canelo Charlo edition. Once again, I'm riding Dolo. My man B is under the weather. Irish Billy had another baby. It's chaos over here. So, uh, you know, you know we couldn't... uh, we couldn't leave you hanging without a Canelo Charlo episode, so I'm rocking for Dolo, Pablo on the on uh, producer Pablo, and uh, I'm gonna run through this. I apologize once again if the sound quality isn't up to par uh, because of my inability to execute anything technological. Y'all just have to deal with it, which y'all have to deal with, and hopefully it's um acceptable, you know. Um, so my apologies for that. Uh, yo, B, get well soon, man. Uh, Billy, congrats. Uh, so he fi- he finally had a girl, Irish Billy. So we got two boys and a girl now. So that's a beautiful thing. Pablo, thank you for um, for helping me out uh, producing this episode once again. That's our guy. That's our uh, that's our secret weapon. Um, I'll just get into a little. Uh, a, a little, or just a few news and notes, and then we'll uh, we'll deep dive into Canelo Charlo. Um, so uh, it's official: Shakur Stevenson will face Edwin De Los Santos for the vacant WBC late, uh, lightweight world title on Thursday, November sixteenth. Which is very odd. I didn't look at that date or its sig- significance. I can only remember there being. Um, one big fight on a Thursday um, in recent memory, and that was uh, Andrew Galata, Riddick Bowe at MSG when there was a riot, when when uh, when Andrew Galata kept hitting uh, Riddick Bowe in the balls. Uh, it's widely forgotten that that fight was on a Thursday, which was very bizarre on, an, on HBO. Uh, if anyone wants to know, if anyone knows the significance of Thursday, November sixteenth in Vegas, uh, why why that um, was made for that night, you know, instead of typically uh, a Saturday night, let me know. Write in K E O T B Boxing at Gmail. Um, also on the card, Emmanuel Navarrete will defend his super featherweight world title versus Robson Concicao. I like that fight. 
Uh, I like that a lot. Kansakao is good. Uh, Navarate is a buzzsaw. So um, that can be fun. Uh, there are uh, rumors that have been substantiated that someone in the know said they know for a fact that Al Heyman and PBC are already in the market trying to find a new broadcaster to replace Showtime. B and I have been telling you guys for a long time that we felt that not only were they uh, falling apart at the seams, meaning PBC, but that Showtime and their relationship and Showtime in general, um, it, it, it wasn't looking good. We've talked about that upwards of a year ago. It seems to be coming to fruition. Um, it follows why it's, there's been tons of rumors that Showtime is trying to pull out of boxing, which we've told you before, um, except pay-per-views, which I'm not really sure how that would work. Why would you give them, why would you give Showtime as a network the pay-per-views to generate the millions if another net network comes in and takes these fights on, that network would want to have the rights, the exclusive rights to the pay-per-views. So that part of it is wonky. I can't see that happening. I can't see Showtime keeping pay-per-views and all of those pay-per-view buys, you know, if someone else picks up. In other words, let's say Fox and Fox Sports Net picks it up. They were running um, PBC for a while, a few years back, right? So let's say they go back to them. Fox is not going to say, okay, we'll still let Showtime have our pay-per-views, you know? Um, Fox will do Fox pay-per-views and, and want, and want those, um, those pay-per-view buys, particularly when you have a star like Canelo, you know, and who knows, um, you know, who else, what other big fights could come down the line? Tank is a draw. So you wouldn't just give those pay-per-view buys away. It would make no sense. Uh, Devin Hay Devin Haney Regis program. I'm sure you guys have heard December 9th. Um, It'll be the zone pay per view, man. It's not a pay per view fight. Look, we all we were all told when we signed up for the zone that basically we pay for this service and everything is free. And then I think the first time, I think the first time they changed that up was um, for Canelo, and it was like, yo, man. Of course, we get. I'm gonna use the air quotes and say discount. But nah, man, we shouldn't be paying for that. For those of you guys, um, so price to be determined. I mean, there's really no price that you could give me of that that I think is, is logical for a pay-per-view. Let's just be frank about it. Um, Devin Haney is not a star as far as pay-per-view is concerned. And certainly Regis Prograde isn't, even though I love Rougarou. Um, so yeah, uh, if you guys in the UK, I know we have a lot of listeners in the UK, it's not pay-per-view. It'll just be included in your regular subscription. So that's good for y'all. Not so good uh, for us. Um, B and I have been, uh, well, I, I more so was saying I want Jaime, Jaime Munguia to fight. Uh, um, Edgar Belanga, because I think they're both at the same level and they would beat the shit out of each other. It didn't happen. Jaime Munguina, uh, Jaime Mugia versus John Ryder looks like it's going to be happening in January. Uh, same there. John Ryder's tough, good chin, um, you know, comes forward very raw. Same with Mugia. They could beat the shit out of each other. I'm all right with that. Um, last, 
but not least, uh, you guys know I have the drop on the Saudi info. Um, I have not spoken to my guy about this, even though we speak almost daily. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this to y'all. Um, get with my guy and uh, give you guys the definite on the uh, on the next episode. But I'll read it to you. Eddie Hearn has revealed that they've now had multiple new Middle East site offers to potentially salvage Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder for February or March after the proposed Saudi um, Arabia deal, Saudi, Saudi Arabia deal that stalled, the one we covered. Um, surprisingly, I haven't talked to my guy about that, so I will, and I'll get back to you guys and tell you how realistic it is. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that, just some quick news and notes. Um, some, some recaps. Uh, Richardson Hitchens. Um, versus Jose Zepeda. Yo, man, I think Richardson Hitchens is real good. Really good. Um, if he had, if he had power, he, he'd, he'd, if he had power, his name would already be buzzing way more than it is, but he doesn't. Uh, he busted Zepeda up at any point. At one point he was leaking all over, all over the place. Um, that's a situation where if I'm Zepeda's corner, I would have stopped it, not because, you know, this guy was getting dropped and stuff like that, but he was. I, I didn't give him a round. I'd have losing every round. There's no reason to take more punishment. Clean, crisp shots, uh, sh um, just concise, crisp shots from Richardson Hitchens uh, looks way more developed than he should at, at, at that young age. Um, he's ready for real guys, man. Uh, at 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 one forty, it's it's time to. I mean, Zapata was a step up. Zapata's beat real guys, tough guy. Um, Zapata's no joke, and he made him look like an amateur. Um, he's really good, Richardson Hitchens. If you guys aren't hip, get hip. Like I said, the problem in 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 terms of turning him into a star is that he can't really crack. Um, that's not going to change if he goes up and wait, or or even if he stays at forty. Uh, power is a little bit, you know, the most difficult thing to develop. It can't really be learned. You can do certain things and work on power, and yeah, you know, um, some guys will develop it, but that's usually when guys gain their man strength, which you can see a little bit happening, a little bit with uh, with Shakur Stevenson. Um, he's got he's got more mustard on his shots now, and I think we're gonna see um, Shakur stop stop guys more than he was. I'm not so sure about Hitchens, but I love watching him. Does everything well. Um, he's very smart. There's humility there. Um, goes to the body, comes back up up top, throws a. At one point, I saw him throw. Uh, just four shotgun jabs in a row. If you listen to the show, you know how I say to be all the time. Yo, forget forget doubling, you know, because the the jab is largely abandoned. Okay, so when I see a guy using his jab, I love that. You know, like Golovkin, well, a prime Golovkin. Okay, then I see a guy double it up. I'm like, okay, this guy this guy understands boxing. You start tripling and quadrupling the jab up. I'm gonna be a fan. I mean, he threw four pop 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 right in his face. He looked perplexed. He could have put anything behind it, but um, Zapata sort of backed away out of what was coming. Um, I love that. It was beautiful to see. I made a mental note to bring it up on the show because I'm always talking about 
I don't just say double. I say triple up that jab. You put something behind it. They usually don't know what's coming behind it when you do that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I got a text from a, a very close friend of mine, someone I consider a brother who trains who trains kids in uh, Vegas. And the text just said, Connor Ben stinks, <laughs> which made me laugh. That's one of our guys, uh, our man B. Uh, his assessment of this is more so he doesn't even think Ben should be fighting, as he said on the air. He believes once you get pop, you're out of here. There's no second chance. There's no nothing. Um, whether I agree with that or not is is neither here nor there because I know that it's not happening. As I said in our last episode, I heard Jarrell Miller's getting possibly getting a big fight, and he's been popped like three times. Um, so. I, with Conor Ben, I always liked Conor Ben prior to this happening. Uh, he had some, he had some good, good wins. Uh, I, I, I thought he was talented at, um, at forty-seven, and I was excited to see uh, what would happen. And then this PED shit happened and railroaded him a year and a half. I, look, he swears that that he never touched anything. Uh, everyone does, you know. So. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. You know, there's the logic that everyone deserves a second chance. I'm sort of one of those people. He fought a kid named Rodolfo Orozco, who had one of the craziest chins I ever saw in my life. He's never been down. He's never been out. Um, Connor Ben was just flying this guy's head, and the kid just kept coming. I think... Uh, if you're Connor Ben, his father, Nigel, his team, meaning Eddie Hearn, uh, meaning his promoter and stuff, I think this was the perfect fight for 18 um, months off and coming off of this issue. Um, again, I, I still don't think it's cleaned up as far as the, the PED stuff in the UK. This fight was in Florida, and he just snuck him onto the card um, at the last minute. Um, so, hey, I don't know. Um, what's gonna happen with Conor Ben back in the UK? Uh, this fight was above. This fight was at fifty four. Rodolfo Orozco is like six one. He looks like he could fight at sixty, sixty eight, seventy five. The guy just massive. Um, he was just getting assaulted, battered, assaulted with monster shots, busted up. Um, so look, it's very difficult to give an assessment with a guy who has. Uh, an iron chin. Um, I, I disagree with my my trainer friend who said Connor Ben stinks. I thought he I thought for I I thought he had ring rust for I thought he had ring rust for a whole fight. He had it for a couple rounds. Then I think he was moving well, boxing well, la landing big shots. If this is any indication, again, this this guy's chin is so sturdy. You know, um, a young, strong kid, big kid, six one. He could be fighting at 60, 68, maybe 75 at some days, only 24 years old. I, I don't really think it, it says much about there being a lack of, of Ben's power. But I, going to 54, if he could still make I would like I would like to see him at 47. And uh I think he can I think he can beat some guys there. But it's a huge question mark due to the fact that uh we don't know what's gonna happen when it comes to the PED stuff over in the UK and how they're gonna handle it. But he got a license to fight in Florida. Uh, 
given the given the situation, uh, I thought he looked good. If he got the stoppage, I, it would have been crazy because that guy's chin is crazy. Orozco. Um, lastly, Joe Joyce has insisted he won't retire following another KO loss to Big Bang Zhang. I don't get it. Uh, I never thought he was good. His feet are in quicksand. He gets hit by everything. I don't think Zhang is particularly special. He's old. He's slow. Um, you know, if they want to, let Joyce run it back with Dubois. Dubois is crying um, that, you know, he was cheated by Usyk, which we all know is ridiculous. And Joyce is saying he wants to keep fighting. So let them run it back, you know? Um so yeah, that's that's it as far as wrap ups go. Before we get into uh, a little bit of a breakdown of Canelo Charlo, uh, I guess I guess I'll, I'll let y'all know there's some there's some solid guys uh, on the undercard. You know, typically with these pay per views, um, this isn't like the '90s with the Don King pay per views where they were just stacked with great guys, pretty much top to bottom. Now we pretty much have to sit through three, four cards with subpar guys and subpar fights there's some guys on here you know this is so for you guys that um you know get together with the fellas you know with some drinks and food and and skip most of the undercards this is this is one where you might not want to um frank sanchez who is a, a really talented undefeated heavyweight is uh fighting a guy named scott alexander who i don't know much about but frank sanchez is very good and not spoken about when it comes to elite heavyweights because you sort of have Usyk, Fury, Wilder, and AJ is just like all we talk about. You know what I'm saying? Frank Sanchez um, is a tough, tough, tough guy, highly skilled Cuban, um, and you know the Cuban amateur system, you know, the, the type of fighter that they produce. Um, Alexander Gvozdik is fighting Isak Rodriguez. Now, if you guys remember Alexander Gavozdik, uh, that is who um, Better Be Ev unified against. That fight was in Philly. I was there uh, with my man Correct. Salute Correct. Uh, that was at the LaCour Center where Temple uh, University, Temple Owls played basketball. That was October 2019. So that was like kind of right before COVID hit. Um, Better BF did him dirty and Gavozdik retired. That was it. He disappeared and popped back up in uh, 2023. He's had two fights and he's won them both. He was really good. He was a really good fighter. And um, he's he's a bit older now. He's 36. Uh, you know, it, it's, it seems as time goes on, you see guys fighting a little bit later and fighting at a... At, um, a higher level later in their careers for a variety of reasons. We obviously know more about, um, we obviously know more about health and more about conditioning and more about diet and taking care of ourselves. And and the guys that do that can fight until they're to their late forties. Some even crack, you know, forty years old. Um, you had Golovkin in his forties against um, Canelo in 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 Golovkin's last fight, and he won a couple rounds. He didn't win the fight. He didn't win the fight, but he was in there against a pound for pound guy and won some rounds, you know. So you can't you can't say that that's old anymore unless a guy's been in wars. Um Gvozdik took one beating, and that was from Better Biev 
uh, about four years ago. So, you know, let's see what he's got because he's right back in the, in, in, in the thick of things. If he gets a couple wins, cause no one, no one's fighting better be yet. No one's fighting before. Let's see. Um, Terrell, uh, Guasha, Keandre Leatherwood. That could be a nice fight. Uh, Elijah Garcia, Armando, uh, Resendez. That could be a good fight. My guy who I've always stood by, Erickson Lubin, win, lose, or draw. I thought he was going to be a special fighter. He got sparked out a couple times. I still think he's got something in him. He's fighting Jesus Ramos, who's undefeated. Um, this, in my opinion, this is just me because Lubin's still young, relatively young, you know, speaking. Uh, if he loses this fight, he's, he's, he's got to retire. Um, you know, he, 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 he got chinned by uh, Charlo in a fight that I, I, I thought he was going to win. I thought he was going to, you know, expose Charlo and uh, he got de he got demolished. And then in a in a brawl, in a, in a war against Sebastian Fondora, uh, he got stopped in that. He dropped Fondora, but got stopped in that. So to me, really, this is all a matter of how his chin um, holds up against uh, Ramos. Who hasn't who, who hasn't fought named guys? So I don't know uh, whether his power is is real because he's got a high knockout percentage, or if you know if you're fighting cab drivers, you can build up a nice record and 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 look like a menace and then just get exposed. Um, but I'm I'm an Erickson Lubin fan as a, as a fighter and a person. Um, if he loses that fight, I think he's got to go. Um, the co-main is Jordanes Ugas. Versus Mario Barrios, um, good good comeback fight for Ugas. Um, so yeah, you know I I, I like both of those guys. Uh, Mario Barrios uh, is a punk rock guy, so I always liked him for that. And Ugas, a fabulous uh, uh, fighter, fabulous boxer, Cuban, tricky, slick, um, gives everyone problems. Uh, that could be interesting, you know? So, yeah, there's there's one, two, three, four, five. There's like five more. Uh, there's like five more cards. Uh, not cards. Five more fights um, underneath that. So it's stacked, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a whole night. Good night of boxing. So let's go into uh, Canelo, uh, Mel Charlo. Uh, everyone thought it was going to be more. Oh, <laughs> when it was announced, me and B are hitting each other. Yo, are they announcing this wrong? It's not more? This mall's at 68, you know? Mel is at 54. What is happening? Super confusing. Um, but, you know, this is boxing. The theater the, the theater of the unexpected. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, 59 wins, two defeats, two draws, 39 KOs. Uh, Jamel Charlo, 35 wins, one draw, one defeat, 19 KOs, both 33 years old. Um, look, at the time of recording, Canelo is, 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 uh, minus 425 in Vegas. Guys, if that stuff confuses you, I'll make it simple. It basically means he's the four to one favorite, meaning you have to spend $400 to win $100. If you think Canelo is going to win on the flip side, if you bet a hundred dollars, on Charlo and Charlo wins, you'll win four hundred and twenty-five dollars. How's that? Is that easy enough to understand? Um, 
my mother always asked me to explain the lines. So that's the way I try to explain it to her. You know what I mean? If you lay this, this is what you'll win. Basically means he's a four to one favorite. Um, I don't know where I stand on that. It could have it could have been more, in my opinion. Um, look, look, guys, we, we look at these two, right? And their uh, level of opposition, they're not even close. So, um, for everyone that thinks, for for those that think Charlo is going to win, I'm just curious what win. Um, made you think that? So, really, um, Brian Castaño and uh, Brian Castaño and Tony Harrison were his two best wins. Uh, he was set to fight Tim Zhu and didn't take this fight. I'm I'm not mad at that. You gotta go. You gotta go for the bag. But at the same time, at some point, as soon as this is over, which is this weekend. You have to decide if you're gonna go back down to 54. If not, you gotta you gotta um, you know vacate those belts. The same thing with Devin Haney. Devin Haney's going to 140 pounds to fight Regis Progray, but people are giving him well, like some sort of furlough to keep lightweight with the the belts that he won at 135 after he won a gift decision uh, against Lomachenko. It's you can't hold two divisions. Um, hostage. You just shouldn't be able to do that. These sanctioning bodies are allowing it to happen because they're corrupt. But I mean, as soon as the fight's over, win, lose, or draw, Charlo has to say, yo, I'm going back down. Or even if he doesn't go down to 54, goes back down to 160, he's still got to give up everything at 54 and then let Tim Zhu fight the next guy in line for Undisputed. Um, but as far as the level opposition, Canelo was in there with Mayweather Erislandi Lara, um, the list, I mean, Golovkin three times, uh, Miguel Cotto, we can go on and on and on, right? Uh, Dimitri Bivol, win, lose, or draw, just the, the, the um, you know, the the murderer's row that he's been in there with. Uh, he's he's fought everyone. I, I, I can't think of someone he, he could have or should have fought that he shouldn't have. Uh, to me, he waited out the Golovkin fight, which was smart. Uh, and the results proved that he was smart by waiting him out a couple of years. Uh, so the level of opposition, I'm just curious what people that are, are either rooting for Charlo or see, okay, this is how he can win because maybe he does this well or that well, but who has he done it against? Castaño, who gave him hell? And... Tony, the, he has the loss against Tony Harrison. By the way, guys, I don't think he lost that fight to Tony Harrison. I thought he won it pretty handily. So um, that loss is not a loss to me. Um, he, he had the draw with Castaño. Castaño gave him hell. Um, and Tony Harrison had some moments in that fight that Charlo lost. But I don't think Charlo lost. But Tony Harrison had some moments. Um so Canelo's been talking about his last couple there's been, you know, like rumblings. B and I have talked about it. Is is Canelo slipping? Um, you know, look, I, I he's been fighting since he's 15. So you're talking about he's 33 years old, right? By fight night. You're talking about look, 18 years of fighting grown men. 
strong fighters, elite fighters. Is there some slippage? Well, it what happens when, when when guys are great and they slip a little, they're still great. But, you know, I just look at opposition. Canelo is basically saying he's been having a nagging left-hand injury and that it's finally um it's 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 finally okay. That's up to you guys if you want to believe that, you know, that a couple of those flat performances were due to the um the left hand. I don't know. Um Charlo on the other hand, has had an injury and inactivity. Um, he 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 suffered a uh, an injury in training for Tim Zhu. It postponed the, the fight twice. Um, I don't know how bad it was. I don't know if that was one upsmanship, playing games, waiting for Canelo, or if it was just always real. You know, I don't have any re- reason to believe or not believe Canelo any more than Charlo. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just I'm just keeping it a rack. I'm keeping it a beam because I I don't, you know, uh, bias. I don't I don't dislike Mel Charlo as much as I used to. I, I just really didn't like both of those guys, and I still don't like Jamal. But Mel has been a gentleman in the lead up to this fight, and uh, you gain my respect by earning it. And he's at very least earned my respect. He's been respectful, hasn't talked shit. None of that. Same with Canelo. That you know, they just been gentlemen towards each other. I don't think you need all that extra shit to sell a fight. That's just my opinion. Uh, in a world of um, these YouTubers fighting, maybe younger kids do need that. Maybe they need drama and pushing and and screaming and hollering and cursing. I don't need that. It's it's refreshing when I see guys like this. So you have inactivity added on to Charlo. I don't know that you want to be coming back rusty against Canelo. That's that that look, um, you know, Errol Spence fanboys basically said, uh, you know, he was for Spence, he was inactive and uh he, he had injuries. Well, you better get those same excuses ready because this guy's coming in with the same things that Spence came in with. And that is coming off an injury and coming off inactivity. Um so yeah, look, you know, the, the they got to figure out what they're going to do with Tim Zhu uh, as soon as this fight is over. I'm talking post-fight interviews. I want to hear Tim Zhu's name one way or another. Um, what's going to happen there? Um, look, so as far as the fight itself, we've seen that a, a, a great jab. I'm, I, look, I mean great, not good. A great jab can beat Canelo, okay? Golovkin won the first fight. Um, d- don't worry about what the score said. Golovkin won the first fight with the jab. Um, you know, beautiful jab, beautiful beautiful jab, come behind it with the right hand. Um, Floyd jabbed his head off. Uh, I It's my belief that Erislandi Lara beat Canelo. Um, I had it 115, 113, I believe. Um, beautiful jab and movement. Um, guys with defensively conscious styles have given, um, Canelo trouble. Not that Triple G has a defensive style at all. He's Michael Myers, but I'm saying these other guys, you think of Floyd, Everest Landy Lara, you think of Bivol, who is defensively responsible. Uh, I wouldn't say he fought that fight, that specific fight, defensively, but he's defensively conscious. Um, prior to that, 
I saw Bivol be very defensively conscious, but I think he felt Canelo's power and thought, I, I'm I'm going to come through. But that jab again, the jab was beautiful for Bivol. The jab was beautiful for Erislandi Lara. Even if you think Canelo won, you know it was close. Um, look, Floyd's on another level, uh, you know, but just look, a great jab makes Canelo reset and his feet are already not great. His feet are in quicksand. So he's he's using what he does have to set up shot, to set up shots. So once you disrupt that rhythm with the jab and he has to reset, you can already get your shit off and get out of there. So I think Charlo has a good jab. Um, you know, again, he's coming up from 54, guys. He's a big kid, you know. I don't think it would be any problem for him to go to 60, going up two, two weight classes. Um, you know, I, I don't look, he's not a he's not a power puncher at 54. So he's not doing nothing to Canelo at 68 in terms of power shots. You know, I, I'm not saying that's the only way to win, because it's not. If if Derek James' plan is to try to get Canelo up out of there, it's gonna that it's gonna implode. Um uh we B and I have talked about this. There's this uh, you know, trainer du jour. It comes and goes every six, eight, twelve months where everyone's all over a trainer, everyone's all over a trainer, and then his guys start getting just destroyed, like you you see with Spence and Bud. Uh I mean, you I don't know when a guy gets obliterated the way that Spence did, you could say that you had any type of game plan that that had that that, that had any chance of working, you know? But um if 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 that's their intent to try to get him out of here, they're in for a long night. Uh he's got look, I'll say this. Charlo Charlo's taller, he's longer. Um, if he uses that jab. He might have some success. He's got a great left hook. I'd like to see him jab. I'd like to see um, him throw the throw the hook off the jab, actually, because he's got a really good um, left hook. He's he he can slip shots. He's athletic. He he can slip shots and and use his speed to set up his offense. Um, but Charlo, look, Castaño kept coming at him, and he had he. he he had problems with that. And Canelo's going to come at him. Um, Canelo's uh, head movement is underrated. Um, as much as I said his feet are in quicksand, he moves his head well. He can slip shots. His chin is granite. Another reason I said bad idea, because let's let's add this up. You're coming up from 154 where you weren't a puncher. You're skipping over middleweight and going to super middle. You think you're going to hurt this guy who's got an iron chin, who's been hit clean by Gennady Golovkin? It's 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 not going to happen. The 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 he should fight long. He, he should fight everything, do everything off the end of end of his end of his jab. I would do not get on the inside with this kid. Um, ironically, Bivol did some great work on the inside, but this is not this is not where you want to be if you're Mel. Um, he'll eat you alive. Uh, he'll destroy that body and it's not going to be good. Um, 
If Charlo stays on the outside, double, triple the jab, right hand right behind it. Double, triple the jab, come throw a left hook off the jab, switch things up, switch things up. He might have some success. Um, Billy Joe Saunders, um, excuse me, uh, Beefy Smith, not Billy Joe Saunders. Beefy Smith had some success early on. Nothing that was to write home about, but if you're going to try to take notes, you could take a little something away from that. And he was boxing. He was boxing well and until he just got overwhelmed, which I think is going to happen here. Um, yeah, look, um, I, I think he can have some success if he stays on the outside. Um, comes, you know, double up, triple up the jab for them, like I said earlier with Richardson Hitchens, would be great because it troubles Canelo. But I just don't think his jab is, it's not on, it's not elite. And everyone else that I named uh, who whose jab gave Canelo trouble had an elite jab. He's got a, he's got a good jab. Um, you know, double, triple, quadruple it up, come behind it with the right hand, then switch things up, switch things up, hook off the jab. I'd like to see that. And um and get out of there. And get out of there. Get on your bike. Um what do I see happening? Look, I think Canelo, uh, you know, because his his feet can be problematic, sometimes he's there, but his head movement is good. So um he can slip shots if 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 for some reason, uh I don't know why he would want to, if he, if he's trying to prove his medal, if some reason Charlo wants to get into a firefight. He's going to get hurt. If he fights on the inside, uh, Canelo's going to destroy his body, throw uppercuts on the inside, um, destroy his body. I think he's going to try to do that either way, Canelo. I think he's going to go to the body. Um, Charlo's like 6'1". Canelo, they say, is 5'9". He's probably 5'8". Uh, so, look, he's going to look he's going to look super tall. Uh, the one advantage you have when a fighter is that a tall, a tall, long fighter is the long torso to destroy the body. I think Canelo goes to the body uh, early and often. Um, I think in his head, even though he doesn't, in his head he's got something to prove. He doesn't have anything to prove to me. You know, he retires t tomorrow. He's a Hall of Famer, obviously, obviously. Um, he's the guy at 68. It's, it's Charlo's obligation to take that away which means he has to be aggressive he has to take it to the champ you have to beat the champ convincingly i i see i, I see no fight plan including the one that i laid out that could do that um if he stays on the outside has some success rolls out how how many of those wins how many of those rounds can you win i don't know and that and that's if you're successful doing it I think Canelo uh, closes the gap. Um, so look, if 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 Charlo wants to make it a war, it's, that's forget about it. Forget about it. It's over. Um, if, if he doesn't and he's trying to box, I think I think Canelo slips his way in with head movement and goes to the body early, um, and t t takes the takes the life out of him. Takes the fight out of him with, with those body shots. Um, Charlo's got a good chin. 
So go downstairs and set everything up up top. Um, yeah, look, we've never seen Charlo win with really elite guys. So, you know, is the possibility of him just getting steamrolled there? Sure. Is the possibility of it being a good fight there? Sure. None of us know what's going to happen because there's intangibles. That's why these fights are interesting. It's why it was so interesting when we spoke about Lomachenko and Haney because there were so many intangibles here. You're talking about layoffs and injuries. You're talking about an injury to the other guy. You know, um, there's so many factors here. Uh, how good is Charlo? Um, you know, has he eked by and he's the man at 54? You have to respect that. He's he's undisputed. So, you know, did he get there? Did he get there beating guys who who weren't superb? Doesn't really matter, does it? Um, because Haney Haney certainly did. Haney might have the easiest. Uh, he, Haney might have the easiest road to undisputed that I can remember. Certainly in the last decade, decade and a half but he's still undisputed. Um, how do I see it playing out? To reiterate, I think Canelo is, is trying to get inside. Uh, he, you know, he's got a solid jab. Jab, move his head, get inside, go downstairs. Go downstairs to the body. Um, commit to the body early and often. Break him down. Um, that will lead to Mel his hands dropping just a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit to get shots through, even through the guard if they're down a little bit, get through it. Um, I could see Canelo busting him up and the corner stopping it uh, in the 10th uh, just just because of an accumulation of uh, uh, just an assault. Um if he doesn't stop him late, where well, I, I believe that the corner or referee will stop it late. I'm saying the 10th. It could happen in the 11th. In the 10th or the 11th, um, if it goes to the cards, I see a lopsided unanimous decision for Canelo. And then um, we got to talk about where he goes afterwards, if he's hunting for Bivol. Um, and we got to talk about what Charlo does afterwards. Because... If he's comfortable at this weight, I don't know about going down again too. Maybe down to one sixty, and and trying to um, strap up down there. I don't know, but my prediction is uh, late round stoppage, ten or eleven uh, from the corner. Um, you know, it could mean the doctor, it could mean the corner, um, or if if he makes it, you know. If he makes the distance, just a lopsided, one-sided fight. I don't, I don't, I don't see what, um, what Mel can do to keep Canelo off of him, other than keep his him honest with shots. And I don't think he has the power to do that. Therefore, you're in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. Uh, K e o t b boxing at gmail i think keotb boxing at gmail that's our um email address guys write us in there um i'm at box cutter pazzy on instagram 
I am uh, at Vinny underscore Paz on Twitter, X, whatever it's called. B is at I underscore no underscore that underscore kid on um, IG. Uh, he's the killer B something on X, then the number. He hasn't been very active uh, lately. He's busy with the kids and stuff, and he's been sick lately. Um, so yeah, feel free, obviously, to hit me up. Um, you know, by the time this ep- episode lands in your hands and between the fight, if you have any questions, anything that I left out, holler at me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the fight. Uh, if everybody's drinking and smoking and stuff like that, which, uh, mostly I think everyone does these days, take an Uber or something, you know, it's cheap. And, uh, it's it's much cheaper than death and a funeral and DUI bills. You know what I'm saying? Just jump in the Uber over to homie's house and take one home. Um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Uh, everyone will be back by the next episode, hopefully, inshallah. I'll have B and Irish Billy and obviously always have Pablo by my side. Um, yeah, if I left... Guys, this is tough doing alone. Um it's very difficult doing alone. So if I left anything out, absolutely feel free to hit me up uh, on Twitter or Instagram with any questions or comments before the fight. Because like I said, it's I tried to, you know, write a, write a couple notes of what I, what I wanted to say. But with that said, uh, stuff could have easily slipped through the cracks that B usually remembers, you know. Um, two heads are better than one, right? Uh, new music coming soon for me. New single coming very soon. Followed by the second single and video, followed by my new record. Uh, all that info will be coming soon for y'all. Uh, JMT Store, if you're interested in music, merch, knock them out the box shirts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay, so we'll be back soon, guys. God bless all of y'all. Enjoy the fights. Peace. Knock them out the box. Knock them out. Knock them out the box, Pass. Knock them out. Knock them out the box, B.